0: Waguan familia, it is I in my 1970s wooden kitchen. I'm Tony and you are tuned in to Tony Ray Talks. How are you all? I hope you're all fine and dandy. I hope you're all blessed and not stressed. It is a fine Monday morning, and I am delighted that you could join me here today on another episode of Tony Ray Talks. Which today is actually titled understanding your heart. Yeah, I'm gonna give you a minute to let that soak in because boy, that is pretty big. Um, When I wrote that down, I was like, whoa, understanding your heart. There better be some meat to this message because that is some big, deep title right there. But when I talk about understanding the heart, I don't mean the intricate details of like how it pumps your blood around your body, which of course is totally awesome and we all need. But I wanna talk about your heart's desires, your dreams, your passions, the things you know you were born to do. Now, from a very young age, I'd say probably, what, about three, four, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew what I wanted to do, and I knew who I wanted to be when I grew up. I wanted to perform, I wanted to sing, I wanted to act, I wanted to shine, I wanted to make people laugh. I was forever performing. I was putting on shows for my nan and granddad, my mum and dad, my aunts and uncles, for teddy bears. Yeah, for basically anybody who would have the patience. to sit and listen and watch uh, and you better be watching because I'd know if you if you weren't watching to to put up with me performing and prancing about in front of you probably 99 times a day but yet when I was in public or should I say maybe when I when I wasn't performing I was actually quite quiet as a child and, you know, I was, I was quite shy, which people don't actually sometimes believe when I say that, but I was very, I was, I was quite reserved and quite private, yet the moment that I got on that stage, you know, AKA your nan's rug and you come out from behind the smoky curtain, the smoky velour velvety curtain that she used to have. And I remember it being red, and I say smoky because she smoked about fifty odd a day. But the smell of it, and you'd come out from behind it, and you were like, Ta-da, "Hello, darlings, I'm here to perform." Yes, uh, I uh, I can't sing the song that I was taught at four to sing, but it, let's just say it's it sort of it was wartime-ish and to do with you know sailors, and yeah a woman singing for sailors uh, that my nan taught me all uh, right why do you wanna make those eyes on me for yeah uh, there's a there's a <laughs> there's a tape recording of me good job we don't really have tape players anymore um but yeah i came alive it was like i've arrived i'm doing what i'm born to do right here my passion right there just bursting You know, the moment I stepped out and said either my first word or my first line or song dance or song dance, song lyric maybe, my my dance, but that was it. It was just a great buzz. Now, I always knew that I wanted to be an actress from that young age, and I love the theatre. I mean, the buzz of the theatre, the smell of the theatre, watching musicals, you know, I love a musical. I loved comedy, you know, and I would sit on the end of those cushioned chairs that you get in the theatre, and you'd sit on them, and I remember sitting on on one of them about the age of seven, and I was watching Jason and the Technicolor Dreamcoat, and I was gripped. I think that was, like, the first musical that I went to, Um, and I was gripped, you know, I was there going, close every door to me, really, like, feeling it, And I remember in particular with Joseph in the Technicolor Drink Coat, there was kids in it and they all had colourful T-shirts on. And I just longed to be one of those kids in a colourful T-shirt. And I would say, I would say this, I would say to myself and I would say to my parents, that's going to be me one day. That's going to be me one day. And that was very much me and my heart as a child. Now, I say that that was my heart as a child because you see the pureness in children. You see their heart. You see the naivety. And then my heart got older. (laughs) My heart gained experiences. My, My heart experienced more life. My heart got hurt. And life got hard or things become harder as I got older. It wasn't this realm of, you know, tits and teeth of musical theatre that I, you know, built it up to be. Things were going to be challenging. Things were going to, you know, if I wanted to do this, I was going to have to push. This is a hard graft. Success didn't fall on a plate. There weren't people that necessarily looked like me that were performing. So when I went up for auditions and stuff, I was picked apart and and you'd have people say stuff and you realised you really had to have quite a thick skin in this game. And I questioned, did I have that thick skin? Yet, when I'd get out there and do the show or perform or do something, I was like, no, I'm meant to be here. I was born to do this. And I think that that dream of me being, that passion, that desire, me being born to do this, it began to get smaller and smaller and smaller in my heart. Yet the fire still roared inside of me and it was never going out. Now that's when, you know, that's, that's God right there. That's something that has been placed in you. That is a talent that you have had placed in you that you need to use for the glory of God. Your desires of your heart, There's something that just, they don't just go away, you know? They stay there until they are birthed, until they are used, until they are, you know, in, until you're in it. And and I, I find that when you're in your purpose, when you're doing and moving and operating in those talents, in the desires of your heart, when you're operating in that way, there's such peace to it, isn't there? There's such peace to it. But despite this raw, you know, I I went on to work in an ice cream shop, in a bank, in retail. I did work back house in, you know, back of house in the theatre. But I wasn't doing what I was called to do. And I strongly believe that that burn inside of you, because the desires of your heart bear great glory for God, that they need to come out. They need to be burst. So no matter what you do, it's got to come out of you somehow. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's this, um, there's this book written by uh, Stacey Eldridge. Uh, her book is called Captivating. And if you haven't read it, I would suggest reading it it is an amazing book and it's called captivating like i say and there is a chapter in there about understanding the woman's heart and how women long to be you know romance to to play an irreplaceable role in a great adventure and to unveil a beauty and we all have these passions and desires in our heart that we need to get out but half the time we're not doing them because of life because of things getting in the way, because of us maybe sometimes getting in the way of ourselves. The last episode I spoke on about starting. And it really is about looking deeper, understanding your heart and what it is that you've been called to do, to get out there and do it. And when I was 24, 25, acting was a really hard game. It, you know, it wasn't a consistent job. It was here and there. It wasn't, you know, I didn't have a full-time gig. I'd have a gig one week, you'd have a gig for a couple of months, and then you weren't. And at that time in my life, it was, you know, I need to eat. I can't keep on doing this. I remember one time working seven days a week, so that I was working in Selfridges, working in retail Saturday and Sunday, so that I had an income. But the rest of the week, I was on tour, and I was touring around schools, teaching about knife crime and. Doing theatre in education and da 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 And trying to, you know, spin all the plates. But it was becoming harder because it wasn't consistent. And like I say, I needed to eat. I wasn't yet saved. So I wasn't a Christian yet. But I remember... Actually, it must have been a bit younger because I got saved at 24. So it must have been about the age of 23-ish, 22-ish, whatever it was. But I remember saying to God... Because I believed in God, right? And I said my prayers every now and then. But I remember saying to God quite clearly, Lord, I'm hanging up my acting boots. Yeah, it's sometimes a term that you say in the theatre world, I'm hanging up my boots. I'm hanging up my boots. And if I am to return to this, please make it happen before I'm 35. Why I said 35, I don't know. The blessed thing about acting is that it's a mature game as well. You can you can be an older actress <laughs> or actor. But for some reason, I said, if I'm re- to return to it, please make it happen before I'm 35. I then went on to work various jobs, you know, like I was saying, in the theatre backstage, in banks, in retail, but no more performing. It was soul-destroying. I even remember saying... I even remember, sorry, when I said, I'm hanging up my boots. That was not easy. That was a major choice to say, I've got to stop this. It's like saying, I've got to stop what I was born to do. And that is a real battle. It's a real, real battle. But I knew I had to do it because I had to get my life in order. Like I said, I had to eat. Now, it was soul destroying, but it was all part of the journey. And obviously, I couldn't see that necessarily at the time. But now I am at where I'm at, I can look back and say, praise be to God. Now, fast forward to now when I'm married, I'm a mother. And, and that passion and that desire, it still roars in me, even more so when I became a mum. You know, when you become a mother, those of you that are, and you go through that weird stage of losing it a bit. In the sense of, I don't really know what to wear anymore, I don't really know if this looks right, I don't even know really who I am too much, I'm just really tired and sleep deprived, and all I do is wipe bums. Well, you go through that stage, and so even more so, I was trying to cling on to things almost of, of past, of going, Well, I'm, I'm really good at this, or I'm great at that, or I used to look like that, or I get and and and. But it felt miles away. It felt like this is life now. That was quay, 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 quay back then. Performing couldn't possibly ever happen again. That's what my mind told me. And that was a lie. You know, the fact that you now wipe asses and wash up, which is still a blessed thing. But it's, it, in my mind, that was it. Now, I was 34, and it was January, what, 2018, I think? And my church had seven nights of what they call prophetic prayer and praise. And I got a word that evening. And the word was, is that I would get back into the theatre. I would have a career in the theatre. Now, I literally just... Laughed and was jumping, 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 jumping for joy. You know that phrase, jumping for joy? I was jumping for joy. Hey, I was jumping, fam, for joy. Because how old was I? I was 34. How old was I going to be that year? 35. Yes. You see that? I wasn't even saved yet. And I dropped that little prayer that had such power back when I was all 22, 23, 24. Saying I'm hanging up my boots. If I'm to get back into this, nobody do that. I never told anybody apart from God. God as my witness. And then I gave testimony in church about it. Well, after getting that word, the following month, I was in a play. And then in October, which was October 2019, to so the year after, I then was in a musical. And I came alive, every bone in my body was awakened. I got to do something for myself, which was majorly important as a mother, as a wife, as a, you know, working 24 seven. I got to have a bit of Tony time a bit of me to come alive and and do what I was called to do. That doesn't mean to say that I wasn't called to be a wife and that I wasn't called to be a mother because I am and I'm extremely blessed. But that passion, that understanding your heart, the desires of your heart, the things that God placed in you, the talents that he gave to you were finally being stirred up. The bones were being shaken. (laughs) And I was coming to life. I would often sometimes write and direct plays for like my church and do mainly comedies. But God was showing me that he hadn't left me and that he wanted me to use my talents for his glory. He wanted me to birth my desires because he put them there from the age of like three and four. How awesome is that? How awesome is God? Like we mustn't ignore those desires and those passions and those things that we know that God has sown into us. Those things that we know that we were born to do, it's almost an insult to God. And it's almost, it is, is, it's an insult to God. And it's an insult to ourselves to let ourselves go to waste, to let the talent go to waste, to let, to ignore the understanding of our heart, to let that just fall to the wayside. You know, I cried when I realized I'm letting myself go to waste here. Like no one should ever let themselves go to waste. That's just sad. That's really not good. It's not good for me and it's not good for this world. Yes, I said it, it's not good for this world. And you know why? Because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made and so are you and you are here in this world for a reason. You need to be here for an assignment. You need to be here for a purpose, and that purpose and assignment need to be birthed out of you. It's not just sometimes one. Like I said, I have an assignment as a mother. I have an assignment as a wife. I have a purpose there, but I also have a purpose with this talent that God has blessed me with to perform, to do comedy, to act, and to sing. I have been given those talents. It would be wrong of me to let them fall to waste. So I needed to really almost do like heart examination and understand my heart and allow it to talk, allow it to come alive. So whatever you're doing right now, just stop. Just stop and just stand or just sit still for a minute. Take a deep breath and just think Think back to when you was a little girl or a little boy. What did you want to be? What did you want to do? And if it wasn't when you were a little girl or a little boy or, you know, a child, look back to when it was. And it may have been when you were in your teens, in your 20s, you know, in your 30s, 40s, even 50s and beyond. You know, it's never too late to birth those desires of your heart. Take a minute to do that heart examination and really understand your heart. You are important and you are unique. You're individual, and this world needs you. You are needed and you are very, very valuable. Despite what anybody else says, God says. You are very valuable. So, while you're sitting there and you're thinking, I'm just going to pray. And Father God, I just pray that whoever is listening right now, that the desires of their heart, they will be reignited. And they will line up with the will of God for their lives. And they will go forth birthing those desires whether it be a cookbook a clothing range to become a mother or to climb the top of a mountain whatever it is you have placed in us let us not let it fall to the wayside but let it be used for the glory of god to the one who put it there to the one who also gets excited about seeing it being birthed you lord bring it to life light it up roar it up father god And may we have the boldness and the confidence to push on, knowing that it's not ours. It's what you have given us. So let us get out of the way of ourselves. And may you use us for your glory, to be that life and that light that you have called us to be. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Yes, I don't know about you, but I feel really good after getting that off my chest. Um, It's great to have a Tony Ray Talks for not only you guys, but for myself. So thank you so, so much for joining me today. I hope you really have been blessed and I really do encourage you to take some time out to understand your heart. I'm Tony and you have been listening to Tony Ray Talks. See you next time. God bless.